Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. It's pretty only seven game NBA made slate on Tuesday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I made daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. And I'm now making videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you are unable to watch the YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast with a link in the description below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you are interested in signing up for premium content, offer that on patreon.com, an esports package, which includes Call of Duty and CSGO, as well as an NBA package. And then finally, I want to thank Price Picks for sponsoring this show. If this is your first time watching or you are not familiar with Price Picks, the idea is you're taking over under on fantasy points. So, um, for example, Rudy Gobert is projected for 41 fantasy points. Do you like the under? Do you like the over? You can mix and match sports. Uh, and you're not playing against anyone, right? You're playing against the house. So it's kind of a uh, fun way to get different. Again, kind of like DFS, but not really since, again, you're not playing against anyone just going against the house. Um, if you guys want to sign up, you need to go DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You get 100% match up to $100. So basically, if you put the, the full $100 in, you get $200 to play with. And uh, yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we talk about players and the prices for the seven-game slate, we can look back and line up here from Monday. So Monday hit on a couple things, also missing a couple things. So, um, you know, Giannis, I thought was the chalk spend up. He was 59% owned in the high dollar stuff, right? The only risk there was the blowout. And it actually was looking like a blowout in the early in the second half. I was like, oh man, this game's really not going to stay competitive. But luckily Washington bring it, bring it back. So uh, he had a massive game. But again, though, he was chalk. I thought he was a clear spend up for, uh, you know, optimal play. Emmanuel quickly went for 28 fancy points. He actually barely played the fourth quarter. They were like closing with Neil Aquino, which was a little bit tilting. I don't know why. Um, so he lost out on some minutes. I thought he would play a little bit more. Magruder was all right for, for value again. It was just basically a price point thing and what he allowed me to get in. Uh, so I used LeBron James and my other spun up. I thought he'd be a little bit lower on. Came in at 31%. Now, um, I, I moved a couple things around and... Um, as you guys expect, uh, the pivot that I made did not work. It actually hurt me, which is, uh, if you guys have been following my channel for a while, you know any single pivot I make will always, always go wrong. Uh, so I had originally Rashawn Holmes in, in this lineup, um, but I wanted to get, uh, I was not comfortable with Keldon Johnson at small forward. And I talked about this in the Patreon live stream. I was just like, man, he's he could still play 20 minutes even without DeMar DeRozan and, and obviously without LaMarcus Aldridge. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to spend up a LeBron James because I thought small forward was really, really weak. So I went with LeBron James and the, the spur I used because I thought he would, I had more confidence in him, Derek White. So what happened to Derek White today? First half, three fouls. No surprise, right? A guard, guards are never in foul. Three fouls for Derek White in the first half. Second half, I'm like, all right, just stay out of foul trouble. We're good. You know, 5.2K. Don't need a ton to pay off the salary. Picks up the fourth foul right away. Subbed out. Comes back in to start the fourth quarter. Literally picks up a fifth foul right away. Right back out. Comes back in with like five, five, six minutes left in the fourth quarter. It's like a 15 to 20 point game. I'm thinking, okay, if he's coming back in now, he's probably going to play majority of the fourth quarter no matter what. Well, what happens? Plays 30 seconds and then gets subbed out. Um, Taj Gibson, another one that I wasn't really going out of my way to play, but I needed someone super cheap to get to allow me to fit Giannis, LeBron, and Draymond Green in there. So went with Taj Gibson. 
Um, again, the the swap I made, I had Keldon in there originally with Rashawn Holmes, and I think it was it was Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon. And the reason I one reason I wanted to swap was obviously again I didn't feel confident in Keldon. The other was I was like, yeah, Malcolm more of a cash game play. I didn't really see the huge upside there, so uh, moved it around to get LeBron James. And who knows? I guess maybe if LeBron has a massive game, then um, maybe this this option will work better. But uh, it's not looking like it right now because Sean Holmes went for fifty plus fancy points. So um, yeah, that's it for the look back, guys. Going to need a pretty big game from LeBron and Draymond to cash. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Right now, it's a, it's a pretty low scoring night. Like the winning lineup right now is two seventy seven. Cash line is like I think like two third, two forty, two forty six. So we'll see. Uh, I think it's it's going to be a long shot again. There's Sean Holmes fifty seven fancy points. Oh man, oh man, that is just so typical. But yeah, that's it for the look back, guys. Hope you guys had a good night. And let's talk about this seven game slate. So. We have, let's see, four of these seven games out right now. Utah and Boston, a 227.5 over under. The Jazz are five-point favorites. Knicks and 76ers, a 215.5 over under. The 76ers are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Thunder Bulls, 223.5 over under. The Bulls are five-point favorites. And the Timberwolves and the Lakers, a 225 over under. The Lakers are nine-point favorites. So let's start it off with Utah and Boston. And honestly, a game I don't have a ton of interest in. Two teams that are pretty solid defensively. I know it's, it's actually, I'm surprised this is, as high of an over-under as it is, 227.5. Um, I thought it'd be a little bit lower. So starting on the Utah side, down to Mitchell, almost 9K. Just seems priced about right. You know, he does have upside, but I'm not going to prioritize him. I know Rudy Gobert had the massive game last game, right? He had, what, 24 and 28 uh, against Golden State. We are not going to get anywhere near that uh, here. So, and he's priced up a bit. I'll pass. Mike Conley at 6'5", I think is priced about right. Like if I had to pick one of the big three of there for Utah, I guess it would just be Conley just because he's the cheapest. Should play 32 to 35 minutes in a close game, but not really a priority. Again, Clarkson, Bojan, or Clarkson and Ingles, those are guys to look to when one of the guards are out. So no thank you there. Favors, just don't think we have to go there for value. So really Utah's a team I don't have a ton of interest in. The Boston side, kind of the same thing. They're basically fully healthy. So Tatum, Brown, Kemba in a tough matchup, all secondary plays. Uh, no thank you on Marcus Smart. Robert Williams has been playing, uh, you know, around 20 minutes and it's had some big games. We know he's a really good point for a guy and he's playing with a lot of confidence. Now, right, three blocks, six blocks, three blocks, and three blocks. I know he's a good shot blocker, but he's not going to continue to average like four block shots a game. Also, prices up now to mid 5K range. I'm going to stay away. I know he's been playing well. I'm not going to chase that. Uh, Tristan Thompson, Daniel Tice, minutes trending down. Don't really love either of them. And that's it for Boston. So honestly, the first game, I'll probably have zero exposure to. Cleveland, Miami. Next game, another game I have pretty, not a ton of interest in, to be honest. Jared Allen at 7.9K, still a little bit pricey. Don't want to target him against Bam at a bio either. Colin Sexton, no. Darius Garland, I'll pass. Kevin Love is doubtful. So uh, Larry Nance will probably play somewhere around 25-ish minutes. I think it's just, you know, viable as the last piece in, I guess. Uh, JaVel McGee should play the backup five and should play about 15 minutes. We know he's a solid point for a guy. If you want to take a shot on him for GPPs and maybe hope for some, like, Jared Allen foul trouble. Uh, Isaac Okoro, uh, no thank you, even at that price point. Uh, Chetty Osman at 4-5 should play, you know, 25-ish minutes. Uh, again, kind of like Larry Nance, if you land on him as last piece in, I guess it's all right. But there's really nothing that I that I like on the Cleveland side. And the Miami side, it's kind of the same thing. So Bam and Abayo is probable, should be back. That's a, you know, take a hit to everyone else in this offense. No thank you on Kelly Linick at that price. 
Jimmy Butler, I know it says he just continues to get it done no matter the matchup. So if I had to pick one, someone on Miami would be Jimmy just because he's playing out of his mind. But with, you know, Jimmy and Bam both healthy, hero probable, they're basically fully healthy. Not a ton I like on the Miami side either. So the first two games are, um, you know, honestly, I'll probably have zero exposure to those. Now let's now we're getting some interesting games here. So Atlanta, Houston. What we got to talk about is Clint Capella at 7.7K. He is currently questionable. If Clint Capella plays, I actually like him a lot at his price. Should play close to 30 minutes and should be able to feast against Patton, KJ Martin, whoever Houston has out there. If Clint Capella is out, then I really like John Collins at 6'7", who will play a lot lot at the 5, played 31 minutes, had 43 fancy points. Um, again, he gets a massive boost playing the 5. So I really like Collins there if he uh, if there's no Capella. And then Gallinari, I think, is a decent play in the mid-range. Uh, you know, I still have a grudge when he got me literally one fancy point early in the season. But uh, he should play around 30 minutes and um, I think is a decent option. Would definitely uh, prioritize Collins over Gallinari. Trey Young at 10-2. I like the the spot here, but just like this price point just makes him a tournament-only play. Uh, Herter, I'm not playing Kevin Herter. Uh, Bogdanovich, I think, is okay at 4K. Minutes trending up, 17, 22, 25. If there is no Clint Capella, I expect around, you know, close to 25 minutes. He has not been shooting the ball well. When he does have a half-decent shooting game, you could see a pretty big game out of Bogdan. So I'm intrigued by him for value. But, um, oh, I will mention, so Nathan Knight actually played uh you know the backup big role over Bruno Fernando and there's still no or Okongo is questionable questionable so if Okongo is out um you could use Nathan Knight as a punt play he did play a little bit in the blowout but he was still a part of that regular rotation had 35 fancy points we're not going to get that again but uh I think he's someone that and he also is power forward eligible if there is no Capella and no Okongo um you can consider a guy like Knight at the flat men price Let's talk about Houston. So Houston, no Christian Wood still, or he's doubtful. No John Wall, no Eric Gordon. I do really like Victor Oladipo. Good matchup here. He's going to play 35 minutes in a close game. Uh, you know, back-to-back blowouts there are 34 and 31 minutes. Again, it was on pace for 35-plus. Shot attempts, 21-23. He's going to be the number one in offense. So I do really like Victor Oladipo. I still like Kevin Porter Jr. Even at 7K, he should be the number two in offense. He should play about 35 minutes in a close game. Had a bad shooting game last game. And he's not going to be the number one. It's going to be Oladipo. But I still like um, him. I think that price point will scare some people off. Jay Sean Tate, no thank you. Uh, Daniel House. Ben Malcolmore, both questionable. If they're both out, then it's, again, just a thinner rotation here for Houston. A guy like K.J. Martin, uh, Justin Patton, these guys should play, you know, the big role. K.J. Martin, 38 and 36 fancy points in back-to-back games. Um, I think it's a decent value play. And then Patton probably starts and probably plays around mid-20s minutes. Both those guys, I think, are solid. Sterling Brown, if if both Malcolmore and Daniel House are out, he'll probably play over 30 minutes and will be an okay value play. But that's really it for the Houston side. So let's move on to New York and Philly. On the New York side, Julius Randle, 9.9K, I think is in play because there's no Joel Embiid, so that is, you know, a boost for him. He's their clear number one in offense of playing big minutes, so still like Randle. I think more of a contrarian play. RJ Barrett, no thank you. Emmanuel quickly, again, uh, wasn't going to close that game until I think Nilakina fouled out and came in for the last couple minutes of the fourth quarter, which is a little bit tilting. If quickly starts again, if there's no Elf Payton, no Derrick Rose, I still, I'm fine going back to quickly. He did not shoot the ball well. I think he shot 6 of 18. Uh, the thing I like it though is again he's getting those shot attempts up, and then um, that's probably it. I know Reggie Bullock had a good shooting game uh, tonight. Like he's fine. I just I don't like playing guys that are very reliant in the scoring. But hey, he's three point eight k and he probably plays around thirty minutes. Yeah, Bullock's okay. Don't mind Burks off the bench too. 
Um, a little pricier, but I would say he's a better point burning guy than uh, Reggie Bullock. On the Philadelphia side, so no Joel Embiid is the big news. So Tony Bradley's actually been starting for without with uh, Joel Embiid out. Um, if he starts again, I think he's a pretty decent value play. I would expect him to play around 20 to 25 minutes. So, uh, yeah, if Tony Bradley starts, I think he's a pretty solid value. Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris at the top at 9K and 8.5K. I think both look like pretty decent spend-ups. I know the Knicks have been solid defensively. But these two just get a massive boost with, with Joel Embiid off the court. So I do like Ben Simmons. I do like Tobias Harris, even with their respective prices. Would have wished they would have would have been a little bit cheaper. I think, you know, they're not smash plays at 9 and 8.5K. If they were like 8K or like 7.5 and like 8K, then they would be like clear plays. I still like them both. Again, they're getting a, just such a big boost without Joel Embiid. So Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, both look good. I'm not paying 6K for Dwight Howard. Seth Curry, Shake Milton, with both Ben Simmons and Tobias healthy, I think are just secondary plays, and that's really uh, it for Philly. Let's move on to OKC and Chicago. So this is probably my favorite game to target. I really like this game, depending on a couple pieces of news, right? So if Dort and Maladon are both out, then the Thunder are going to be really thin, right? They would have, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, I think 9 healthy bodies, uh, so if both those guys are out, SGA, either way, SGA is going to play 35-ish minutes in a close game, and he's going to be their clear number one on offense. So do like SGA at the top. Again, assuming Dort and Maldon are both out, then Poyshevsky at 4.4K, I think it becomes one of the best value plays. He looked phenomenal the last game. He had been playing really well in the G League, too. Um and he showed it uh, that last game against Memphis. So I would really like Poshevsky if he starts again. Ty Jerome actually started the last game too. He played 30 minutes. If he starts, I think he's one of the best value plays on the slate. So those two look really good. Roby actually came off the bench. He started Moses Brown, but he still played over 30 minutes. So I think he would be a pretty decent play in the mid-range. Again, Moses Brown, if he starts this center, is one of the best value plays. Would really like him. Kenneth Williams played some good minutes off the bench. I think he's a good value uh Muscala not as much uh he was kind of he got a DNP and then only played 12 minutes with a pretty thin rotation the last game so not looking to Muscala looks like they want to give the younger guys more action Jackson Darius Miller not super sad about them either so that's really where I'm looking to if Dort and Maladon are out there's a lot to like on OKC it's SGA at the top Roby in the mid-range Poiseski Ty Jerome Kenneth Williams Moses Brown all look phenomenal for value if uh if Dort and Maladon are out now if Dort and Maladon are both in, then um, I got to see what they do with the starting lineup, right? So would have interest, probably would like whoever starts. Um, if Poshesky is still in the starting lineup, I like him. If Jerome's still in the starting lineup, I would like him. Um, you know, Moses Brown has been starting the five. If he starts, I would still like him. So again, we just got to keep an eye on the Thunder news and see what they end up doing with uh, Dort and Maladon. Moving on to Chicago, but knowing OKC... We'll probably get that starting lineup news after lock because <laughs> that's how it's been uh, this year with their reporting. On the Chicago side, Zach Levine, I think, is an interesting contrarian play. Had a floor game last game, 28 fancy points. Uh, the, the issue I have is the Bulls are basically fully healthy now. So, you know, there's a lot more guys that can do, uh, that can score the ball, right? You know, earlier, or I guess in the first, to end the first half of the season, it was basically just like Levine and Kobe White. Uh, but now again, marketing healthy. Again, we got a healthy Juan Carter Jr. out of Porter now there. So um, I think Levine is is still a, a interesting spend up. I think people will look uh, the other way, or people will not get to him. He'll be lower owned. But I still think he's a good contrarian play at the top. Kobe White with uh, if he comes off the bench, don't have a ton of interest in him. Tomas Santarancy started the last game for Kobe White, played 26 minutes and played pretty well. If he starts again, I think he's a pretty good value play at his price. 
Um, other than that, though, not a ton of love. Like, Thad Young started, but actually played less minutes than normal, only played 23. I think he's just, like, a fair play. Uh, Markkanen just seems pressed about right. No thinking Wendell Carter Jr. Preston, or Patrick Williams had a good game, but I don't really want to chase that. Otto Porter at 4-5 did play 21 minutes. If we get around 20 minutes from him, he's a guy you could look to as a value play, but... Really, the main interest would be probably Sandoransky, assuming he starts again, and then Levine as a contrarian spin up. Moving on to the Pelicans and the Blazers. So, the Pelicans side, I do like uh, Zion Williamson. Three straight games of blowouts. Three straight. If this game stays competitive, he's going to play 35 plus minutes and probably get close to 50 fancy points. And this is a really good matchup. So, I do like Zion at the top. Don't mind Ingram, but would rather get to Zion, who's just been playing a lot better recently. Lonzo Ball should play 35 minutes in a close game. Um, again, a lot of these games, he's 30 fancy points in a blowout, 40 fancy points in a blowout. So I don't love the price, but I think he's in play if you want to stack this game up. Um, Adams, Bloodsell are just kind of like fine options as well. Uh, NAW got injured the last game, but looks like he'll be available. He has been playing about 20 minutes off the bench if you want to use him as a punt play because he's a solid punt burn guy. I do, a guy I actually do like is Jackson Hayes. He's playing the backup five over Hernan Gomez. I'm expecting him to play kind of that Hernan Gomez role of like 15 to 20 to 25 minutes maybe. At this price point at 3-4, yeah, I'm willing to take a shot at him for value. So do have some interest in Jackson Hayes. Moving on to Portland. So CJ McCollum, the big news is he is back. Um, I assume he's going to be limited. So with, I don't have a ton of interest in CJ unless there's no limitations. Um, now that is a downgrade to Damian Lillard, but... If they're really going to limit CJ, then Lillard is still in play at the top as a, I would say, contrarian spend-up. Uh, Ennis Cantor at 7-2 has actually lost minutes recently. Um, you know, if I knew he was going to play 35 minutes in this game, I would like him. But again, the minutes have been a little bit up and down for him, which uh, does make it a little bit trickier to get to him. Of the wings, Robert Covington's the guy. He's playing the most consistent minutes, a guy that can, you know, stuff the stat sheet. I think he's a fair play, but again, with CJ McCollum in this offense, that is a uh, you know a higher usage guy that is now in. Finally, Minnesota and the Lakers. So Carlton Towns, Anthony Edwards are the top of the two main pieces in this offense. Cat had just a bad game last game, and I'm still tilted about that in a great matchup. Nine shots. Nine shots for Carlton Towns in 40 minutes. Nine shot attempts. I will say, Carl Anthony Towns, there's no Anthony Davis, and I think most likely no Marcus Saul again. He's going to be matched up against Damian Jones, Montrez Harrell. I think Cats are a pretty good spend up. Uh, yeah, no one in the Lakers, in my opinion, can stay with him. No, Anthony Edwards, he had a big game last game, shot the ball 24 times. Again, the good thing I always say with Anthony Edwards is he is not afraid to shoot the ball. So. I, I think he's a, he's a solid play at the top as well. I would prefer spending the extra couple thousand for Carl Anthony Towns, who just has a higher floor because of the peripherals. Uh, but both those guys are in play if you want to stack this game up. Don't even mind Ricky Rubio, who in close games should play about 30 minutes. Uh, he's a guy, again, that can stuff the stat sheet. So if you land on him, I think it's just a fine option. Noel seems a little bit pricey. McDaniels is now back, which hurts Vanderbilt. Um, you know, Hernan Gomez has been, you know, kind of fringe in this rotation. He's at 3.2K. If you need someone super, super cheap, I could see going there, but it's a it's a pretty big risk. And then finally, the LA Lakers. I'm curious to see what the minutes, uh, how the minutes pan out tonight for some of these guys, but LeBron James at the top. As long as Minnesota can keep this game close, I think he's a really good play. And then Schroeder, Harold Kuzma, I think are all pretty solid plays in the mid-range. Again, I, I'm curious to see what the minutes are like for Harold, what they're like for Kuzma. 
Um, if they both play over 30 minutes tonight, then I'm, I'm assuming we probably get similar minutes for this game tomorrow. So yeah, all three of Schroeder, Harold Kuzma would be pretty solid options in the mid-range because of the matchup. Markeith Morris, the previous game, played under 20 minutes. So if he plays under 20 minutes again, I'm probably not going to go there. KCP will play the minutes, but again, he's super reliant in the scoring. Uh, no Caruso. So I'm curious to see maybe if THT plays a little bit more. If he plays like over 20 minutes, he could be a possible value for uh, tomorrow's slate. And then Damian Jones is going to start the five. Uh, he might have to play a little bit more. I mean, can Harrell stick with Cat? I don't know. So like maybe Damian Jones plays over 20 minutes, but... Um, yeah, that's really it for the team by team breakdown guys. I think that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you guys have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it. If you have a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell. So you know, not upload videos, you know, live as always, I will be doing a YouTube live stream before live to answer all your guys questions. So make sure to check it out. Thanks again. Have a great night guys. And I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.